Welcome to the Indisputable Podcast, where we shoot the shit about indie music that has come out in 2018. My name is Travis Carlisle, and I'm Michelle Evanant. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. What are we listening to today? Today we are reviewing the album Ruins by the Swedish folk duo First Aid Kit. Why? Well, this is one of our music roulette rounds for this year, so I'll explain um, how our music roulette works. So basically, every year we review the albums from bands that we already know about, um, and then to fill the leftover spaces, kind of, we choose... Shit. No, (laughs) we do what we call music roulette, where basically um, we make a list of all the bands we can find on the wikipedia list of albums coming out in 2018 that have like indie in their genre or like well indie and rock adjacent genres yeah and we kind of pull a little um phoebe robinson so many white guys filtering technique on this list where like we don't include bands or artists that are legit just like white cishet men because, no, <laughs> we have enough of those, like, on our Apple Music um, lists already. So, yeah, and then usually I choose a, I use a number randomizer um, on the computer to, like, choose bands from this list. But this year, I could only get, like, a very short list um, of music roulette bands so we're just um yeah we're not rolling the dice so to speak we're just doing all the bands on that list and the first of those is first aid kit cool cool first aid kits um so do you have an elevator pitch for this album yeah oh before i say my elevator pitch i just want to note that for our music roulette albums we don't listen to the band's entire discography we just listen to their latest album yeah so my elevator pitch for this album would be um a fantastic uh folk duo of two sisters whose voices harmonize really well together because they're sisters um yeah they have beautiful voices their harmonies are really good and they make wonderful melodies and yeah it's a very nice album (laughs) yeah what would your elevator pitch be um, I guess something like uh, now entrenched country pop sort of duets come back with another pleasantly sounding album of nice music and nice sound, I guess. Cool. So, do you have any trivia for this? Yes. Uh, my trivia fact would be that First Aid Kit um, kind of, I won't say broke out into the mainstream. But oh, no, you can actually. Yes, you can definitely say that. Oh, really? Because I've never heard of them before. Well, but then again, I do live under a rock, so I don't know. But they, yeah, they really gained a lot of um, recognition in 2008 when they posted a um, cover video to YouTube of Fleet Foxes' Tiger Mountain Peasant Song. And I would recommend looking that up because even though it's pretty lo-fi and was recorded 10 years ago, it's beautiful and amazing. And I think it's also like a cool case of just how much raw talent they have when they legit just have an acoustic guitar in one take. They can still sound 
amazing. Cool. Um, my fact is that uh, they did an interview with Elle magazine uh, shortly after Ruins came out. And they asked him a bunch of questions. Two of them I thought were very interesting. One was, what books are on your bookshelf? And they mentioned how they have a Canadian fan who sends them a lot of biographies and like musical biographies that they enjoy reading, but also that they enjoy short stories. And the first uh, person that they uh, referenced was Raymond Carver, which I thought was quite cool because I like Carver's short stories quite a lot. Um, the second one is that their favorite app that they say they cannot do without is basically, wait, they're from Sweden, right? Yeah. It's basically a Swedish app that sounds kind of like a combination of Tinder and couch surfing and something for dogs, where you basically babysit people's dogs when they go on holiday. A Tinder for babysitting people's dogs? Basically, yeah. Oh um, my gosh. That, that is their favorite app that they cannot do without. Ooh, <clears throat> I can't do without this app. Apparently it's only in Sweden, though. We need to move to Sweden. It is quite a cute app. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> mm. Do you want to speak about highs and lows for this album? Yeah, I will speak about high notes. It's just like, oh man, like their voices are so good. Like the timbre and the range and just like the dexterity. Like they just have, like technically speaking, their voices are amazing. Um, and I love listening to them. I love the types of harmonies that they use and yeah, their melodies are just so intoxicating. Like I've, um, I've had like various songs from this album stuck in my head since the first time I listened to it. It's kind of, it's so much of what I look for in music. So that's, that's great. What about you? Um, I guess my high note would be that, um, they're the first time I listened to them, first I realized when like I started listening, I was like, oh, these are the people who did that Fleet Foxes cover, which was quite cool. Um, but my high note for the album is that they sound really nice. They're just really good to listen to. But they remind me a lot of a, another brother-sister project, except from the 70s, called The Carpenters. Um, they, I don't know, they, the two sisters here in First Aid Kit have very similar sounding voices to Karen Carpenter who uh, made music with her brother in the 70s. Yeah. Um, and they were a band that I quite enjoyed, so that was nice. Yeah, sidebar, I find it like so interesting when band members are siblings, because I feel like in real life, often siblings end up going in different directions and doing very different things with their lives. So I find it quite interesting when siblings like both share a career and also share like creative tastes, because yeah, that seems kind of rare to me. What about low notes? I just think that this album does have, it does in certain, certain songs like stray a little bit far into the country western corner for my liking. Um, yeah, so like certain parts of this album are just not my taste, uh, but also that's like a couple of songs, so not a very big low note. What about you? Uh, my low note would be that it's, it's just all a little bit boring, I guess. Um, they don't, apart from having like good sounding voices, I don't think that they are very revolutionary um, in what they do. It's not like they um, redefine the wheel or make anything new, but they're pleasant to listen to. It's just 
They kind of remind me of a whole bunch of things at the same time without actually doing anything unique that I can go, oh, that, that's something they do. Um, when I listen to them, I can hear stuff like Leaf Boxes or Conor Burst or... It's pretty similar. Like, the, this for me... What's that stupid country band? Wait, I pulled it up because I knew I was going to forget. Um, where are these fuckers? No, not those ones. No, not those ones. Where are these fuckers? Um, Mumford and Sons. This is the female equivalent of Mumford and Sons for me. They do like country western shit. They are basically a banjo and a dude singing short of being Mumford and Sons for me. Um, but they also experiment at some points. Like the stuff that they do with Dream Pop is pretty cool on some of the songs. Yeah. Yeah. I think that feeling is interesting because like I had that feeling about Father John Misty's <clears throat> latest album. Um, and I think it, like, an individual person, like, feeling that an album is technically good but boring and samey, like, really mm. depends on your, like, taste in music. Like, I could listen to, um, like, I could listen to catchy rhythms and beautiful voices and harmonies, um, sort of, like, ad nauseum. But it really depends on, I think everyone has a genre that they don't really mind if it's, groundbreaking or not they could just listen to that genre endlessly as long as they as long as the technical elements are good sure yeah (laughs) so for me like and so yeah and um in that sense i don't think that um a band like has to be groundbreaking in Mm. order to be good but it also just depends on like individually what you will like what you like listening to whether or not it's groundbreaking and that kind of varies from person to person i suppose yeah well a person if you enjoy a genre you it doesn't need to be groundbreaking for you to enjoy it but if you're not really a country western nice voices music sort this of person this is more folk than country western there are a couple of songs that are more country sure but if if you're not really a person who leaps to that genre um straight away then yeah. it's a lot easier to enjoy it and it doesn't have to be groundbreaking but if you don't enjoy it, then it kind of has to set a benchmark and be something stellar for a person. But actually, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, also, as a side note, I do want to say that I would classify this duo as kind of um, sad girl adjacent. So they occupy the same space in my mind as like Lord and Lana Del Rey, even if they're definitely not the same genre, but they have that kind of like uh, sort of like witchy sad girly vibe to them we're doing a lot of music lately about people who are leaving their partners because a bunch of this album's also about uh clara sure breaking up with her beyonce um which is sad yeah um yeah we've been doing a lot of i left my partner music this year well i mean failed relationships is like a staple of music Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah so, when will you listen to this? Um, often. <laughs> I've been listening to it all week, like, whilst traveling to and from work and whilst doing paperwork. This is the kind of music that I'll listen to if I um, want to feel more energetic and happy because, um, yeah, the melodies just, like, really draw me in. I find them very emotive and very energizing. What about you? Um, uh, it's, like, pleasant to listen to. So I could see myself listening to this, like going to work and stuff. Not very often, but every now and again, I might want to listen to people who know how to sing 
But um, you wouldn't mind if I put it on the background while I'm cooking or whatever. No, exactly. Like, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. So, what's your mixtape track? My mixtape track, um, yeah, I thought about this for a long time because there are actually a whole bunch of tracks on this album that I would put on a mixtape. Um, but I think my favorite is Rebel Heart. Rebel Heart. Rebel Heart, yeah. Yeah, um, I just think it's like... Yeah, I really like it. Sure. What about you? Uh, I like that Dream Poppy song, Fireworks, at the start of the album. Oh, yeah. That one, too, was another one of my potential mixtape tracks. Very, very easy to listen to. Oh, gosh. When I I say it about going somewhere and listening to something, I would listen to that while cycling. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Very pretty. So, what would you skip? I would skip the second track. What's it called? Uh, It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, I just find it really annoying. It is a shame. (laughs) Ha! What track would you skip? Um, I would skip that fucking annoying brass band song at the end of the album, Hem of the Dress. Oh, Fuck, no, I like Hem of song. Her Dress. Fuck that song, that fucking brass band. Okay. Mumford and Sons shit. Uh, what's next? Um, next we have um, Animal Collective's album, which is called Tangerine Reef. Oh, God. I hope we have enough drugs. <laughs> yeah. You weren't such a fan of their last album, were you? No. I liked it. So, we'll see. Hmm. 